This just in. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to a news update. Uh, lots of injury news coming out of Santa Clara. Kyle Shanahan has spoke to the media. And now we have some clarity on some injuries that the 49ers have been dealing with. And, of course, there were players missing in this game versus the Arizona Cardinals. But there were also new injuries that arose out of this game. We heard some of them. Kalia Davis had been dealing with an ankle. Diamond Lenore dealing with ribs, right? We were starting to get some clarity. And then, of course, Brock Purdy had a stinger. Well, now we get the full list. And usually the next day, there's more names added to that list. And there definitely was in this one. Please like and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. But Juwan Jennings is now in concussion protocol. Uh, so Jennings wasn't on the injury report, but... Sometimes these players go home and they start feeling some symptoms and they come back in the next day and they get listed into concussion protocol. So it's not out of the question that Jawan Jennings could come back and play this week against the Baltimore Ravens. We have seen this happen before this year where Brock Purdy got put in concussion protocol and made it back in time for the game. When we're talking Jawan Jennings, he will have an extra day because of the Monday game Christmas. So there's an opportunity. We don't know the extent of how bad the concussion is that Jawan Jennings will be able to get back to where he was. They all have a baseline for all these injuries. Of course, I did a video about how to go through concussion protocol earlier in the year uh, when Brock went through it. So if you are interested in that, you want to know the steps that Jawan Jennings is going to have to take, go back and watch that video. But Jennings being in concussion protocol you want Jennings available because it's going to be a tough, hard-fought battle against the Ravens, and he was making some spectacular blocks against the Arizona Cardinals, a couple that sprung Christian McCaffrey free for big plays. The update on Diamond Lenore is that it's a rib contusion, so bruised ribs for Diamond Lenore. That's good news for the 49ers. That means it's all about pain tolerance. If he's going to be able to manage the pain and handle the pain, he can go out there and compete. Everyone saw that agonizing look on his face when they were trying to take off his shoulder pads and he was struggling because anytime you stretch, anytime you move, anytime you breathe with injured ribs like that, you might have a real problem. So Lenore is somebody to monitor, but it's likely Lenore will be able to play as long as the rib injury as far as contusion is not so bad that he can't you know, have any sort of contact when it comes to his ribs. Defensive tackle Kalia Davis left the game and did not return, and they said it was an ankle. And anytime you only have four defensive tackles and you lose one, and then you start to worry about a possible rotation of just three guys, and that's what the 49ers had to deal with. So Kalia Davis, who had went from being the fifth defensive tackle to being a part of the rotation, in fact, the third member of the rotation with the injuries to Hargrave and Armstead, who we're going to update in just a second. Kalia Davis... Uh, potentially being hurt might open the door for the 49ers to either go ahead and keep elevating T.Y. McGill or go out into the free agent market and look for a stable veteran. Michael Brockers, Indomitian Sue, run-stopping defensive tackles who are available on the open market might become what the 49ers need to do because defensive tackle, when you stack injuries like this, it becomes a worry. And Kalia Davis has a high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain means he's going to be out potentially for several weeks. Uh, so this might be a thing where he's not available for the rest of the regular season 
49ers might have to go ahead and make a move if they are even worried a little bit about Javon Hargrave or Eric Armstead. Another name that popped up on the injury report is Cleland Farrell. Uh, so another defensive lineman goes down. Farrell is listed as day-to-day, which means there's an expectation that Cleveland Farrell can play against the Baltimore Ravens. This is probably something that has to do with a either he got stepped on, cleated, or he got a low ankle sprain. And those, a lot of times, you can play and manage through. So 49ers do have a extra edge rusher in Robert Beal Jr., who saw his first action this week. They do have Drake Jackson on the IR. He is eligible to return as long as he's healthy. Don't know. But the 49ers have options at defensive end. Defensive tackle is the bigger worry. But 49ers defensive line is starting to stack some injuries. That has got to be a concern for the 49ers. Will they look outside the organization is the big key. Now let's get to the big names that are on this list. Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave. And both of them are going to be evaluated through the week. Kyle Shanahan said they both have an opportunity to play. So we know how needed both of these players are. Now, the report was last week that if the game against the Arizona Cardinals would have been a playoff game, both players would have been able to go. When it comes to Eric Armstead, he's been dealing with foot, ankle, and knee injuries. And so these types of things can sometimes linger and cause players problems. The original prognosis and the original timeline that Kyle Shanahan gave was two weeks. If that holds true, he will be available for the Baltimore Ravens game this Monday on Christmas. If not, if he's not recovering at the pace at which they expected him to be able to, and they need to extend this, well, then Eric Armstead may not be available for Baltimore. And then that's when those injuries to Kalia Davis and others really start to stack up. Armstead and, and Hargrave are able to play. Them, Kinlaw, Givens, you have your normal rotation. You feel pretty comfortable with the defensive line. And with Hargrave, you're dealing with a hamstring. Now, we don't know the extent of the hamstring issue sometimes. Hamstring tightness, they'll keep players out just to make sure it doesn't become a pull. It doesn't become a strain, something that could hinder them and keep them out longer. So Hargrave was able to sit. Could it have been because they were playing the Arizona Cardinals? Potentially. But we saw the 49ers, our defense, absolutely get gouged by Arizona Cardinals' run game. They need Hargrave and Armstead back. But really, they need to make sure when they come back, they're healthy. You can't run the potential of not having these two players in January and potentially February when you're in the midst of your playoff run and Super Bowl run. So uh, both of these players are going to be evaluated during the week. And Kyle Shanahan is at least putting it out there that they have a chance. We'll see. We'll see what happens when they start having practice on Wednesday. You know, what the walkthroughs look like um, exactly, you know, what where these players are. If they're out there, then it's probably a likelihood that they're going to play. If they're not out there, uh, as we get further in the week, we'll have more and more questions about Eric Armstead and about Javon Hargrave. Now, Spencer Burford uh, was inactive for the game. He did have some practice participation last week. It was a little surprising when he was listed as inactive. I had actually talked about the fact I wouldn't mind seeing John Feliciano start the game against the Cardinals and let Burford just be available for an emergency situation. 49ers elected to not even do that. Leave him inactive and just make sure Ben Barch was capable if something happened to Feliciano. But Feliciano played well, and now it appears Burford has had the necessary time to rest and get his knee where it needs to be. 
and he will be available and returning to practice this week. Ross Dwelly, on the other on the other hand, uh, has been dealing with a high ankle sprain. There's a lot that thought he was going to end up on the IR. Here we are, two weeks removed, and he's still not listed on the IR. There's been no reports about Zach Ertz coming to Santa Clara to the San Francisco 49ers. And so with that, Ross Dwelly is at least in a situation where he's getting close to potentially returning, which we know have special teams effects. Plus, he's your third tight end, even though Braden Willis hasn't done bad. But 49ers haven't really elected to go to too many three tight end sets. Normally, it's two tight end with Kyle Juszczyk as the third blocker. Elijah Mitchell, that was interesting a couple weeks ago when he popped up on the injury report. And then all of a sudden, last week, he came back to practice. And then, poof, he was gone from practice again. And then he was out and inactive for the game on Sunday versus the Cardinals. It caught everyone by surprise. And unfortunately, he is dealing with more injuries to the lower half of his body. It seems to be pretty uh, consistent that Elijah Mitchell is going to suffer a lower body, a lower extremity injury. And that's what he's dealing with. Kyle Shanahan said, we'll see how it goes this week with Elijah Mitchell. And same for Oren Burks, the starting Sam linebacker. He's dealing with knee tendonitis. I'm sure they would have loved to have given him two weeks off. That's what Kyle Shanahan had originally said. But when you watch the run game for Arizona be so effective, you've got to somewhat think that the defensive tackles, Hargrave and Armstead, and Oren Burks, the starting Sam backer, are thinking, wow, if we would have played, we could have slowed down that run game. So I'm guessing the 49ers ultimately uh, will encourage Oren Burks as long as his knee is feeling okay. With tendonitis, you just never know. You just have to rest it, let the inflammation go down, and hopefully it ends up being okay. But you've got some injuries here. So uh, a little bit of a mixed bag, you know, potential uh, for a lot of starters to be out. We don't know what's going to happen with Juan Jennings and concussion protocol. That one is a little bit nerve-wracking. We know how important he is to the team. They will use Chris Conley. They have Willie Sneed on the practice squad. Both of those guys can be available if needed for the 49ers. And then defensive line depth is a real question mark. Kalia Davis is on the shelf for a few weeks, and we just don't know about Hargrave and Armstead. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. See if the 49ers go out and pick up another defensive lineman. They do have other bodies on the practice squad. They have Spencer Wagey, the undrafted free agent. They have Alex Barrett, who's been with the practice squad for a few years. And then, of course, T.Y. McGill that they elevated. So uh, potentially those are options, and they could look outside the building. I brought up a couple earlier. Michael Brockers and Dominican Sue, long in the tooth, but very successful NFL careers. We'll see what happens in Santa Clara as the week progresses and as the 49ers get closer to this game versus the Baltimore Ravens. Thank you guys so much for joining me for this news update. Hope you guys will like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, come through and let me know what you think about these injuries. Is there one that you're more concerned about than others? But uh, more news coming out this week. I'll try to keep you guys updated as the news comes out. But until then, everybody stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.